What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Good Old Hockey Podcast. My name's Sean, alongside David Galley. Uh, Galley, how you doing? We've had I've had an eventful week, as you guys can see behind me. If you're not, if you're listening to this on Spotify, you can't hear, but if you're watching on YouTube, you can tell. Got a new background. I just moved into a new house. Um, fully, well, not fully moved in yet, but <clears throat> I feel a little bit more complete now that I have the setup all done. Did this today. Um, but how was your weekend, Galley? How'd it go for you? Had a pretty solid weekend. Uh, Friday night didn't do too much. Just hung out with some friends. Went downtown uh, Saturday night or Saturday. Went to the Boise State basketball game, um, which was a nail biter. They played Utah State, number yeah. eighteen in the nation, and they uh, they unfortunately lost in overtime. But it was pretty cool to see overtime. I don't. I feel like you don't see basketball overtime as much as like yeah. hockey overtime. Yeah. Um. So can cross that one off the list. I was trying to make it to the Boise State hockey game, but. So was I. Uh, my, my my buddy didn't swing me some tickets, so ah. um, yeah, maybe maybe I'll go next time. But I mean, last year I was the one that was directing their Meals on Wheels yeah. game, so that yeah. was uh, that was that was something that I just didn't make it to this this Saturday night. But uh, Sunday I had a hockey game, um, and it was a it was a pretty close game. Not gonna lie, we we had somewhat of a short bench, but same with the other team, we had like three or four players yeah. on the bench each, so. I mean, there wasn't too much legs out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But regardless, it was three to three going into the third period. Uh, we unfortunately were on the penalty kill. I intercepted this puck on the blue line with like 20 ish, 15 seconds left. Mm-hmm. Game on my stick. I get like hooked or tripped oh. or something. I think I got, I got hooked. <laughs> Didn't get a shot off. Yeah. So these motherfuckers called a penalty shot. Okay. Oh. So I have a penalty shot in a three to three game. Oh. With six six seconds left, yeah, yeah, I know. You can already see see where this yeah. is going, and I yeah. fucking I went like I I went in with somewhat of the speed, but yeah, I I just was trying to do like a forehand deke, and it did not end up well. Didn't end up scoring. Had the chance to to win the game, but it was it was a built character for sure. It was the most yeah. tense situation I had in a in a yeah. league game yet. Just getting that that shootout at or that penalty sh- shot at the end of the game was was pretty yeah. cool but it was also a bummer because my mom was watching the live feed of like the live barm mm. it was like was watching me mm-hmm. for the first time ever for one of my games and she was like dude yeah. you missed that penalty shot I'm like <laughs> yep. yep i was like that's that stings my mom saw that yeah but uh saw that happen yeah dude i've been thinking about it all day and last night it's it's tough uh, man it's it's tough yeah. to you had that had that penalty shot probably could have could have yeah. won the game it would have been sweet but um yeah, dude. Next time I'm gonna do that, definitely go on my backhand. I feel like yeah. goalies read the forehand way too too easy when it's a shootout. They do. I've had my well, not patent move, but something I've been doing recently. I haven't played in a while, but on like a breakaway, I'll have it on my forehand and like almost like fake a shot like forward, and then try to pull it to my backhand and then cut back last second and go forehand. And usually the goalie bites. It's been working, but. I don't know. I haven't played in a while, so it's probably pretty. My hands are pretty rock solid right now, so I don't know if I'd be able to pull that off. True, and to to be fair, from my from my defense, I was yeah. end of the game. Yeah, end no, of the it's shit nervous too. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was the first time I had a little bit of nerves in a in a big league yeah. game. Usually, it's just yeah. it's pretty yeah. casual. But, I mean, I'm yeah. going balls to the wall, but it's yeah. it's casual. More yeah. or less, you don't get too many situations like that. But uh, yeah, I blew it. Sucked. I, I felt like Sidney Crosby when uh, he was playing against the the Habs his rookie year in that shootout. And uh, yeah, I I didn't end up scoring, so I yeah did not fulfill that that legacy. But then yeah, just closed off the night. Saw the fucking unfortunately saw the Chiefs win, um, and you know unfortunately saw the Niners win. I was really pulling for the Lions. I went yeah. to this place called Firehouse Pub. And yeah. they had sixteen dollar bottomless beers. So shout out Firehouse Pub, Fire wow. Deal. Took advantage of that. Bucks. Saw my plus seven and a half Detroit Lions bet hit. So that was that was nice. That was that a was nice. it's a good end of the weekend. But I was yeah. wanting them to win because now yeah. we have to see the Niners, the Niners in the Super Bowl again, which yeah. is like every other year. And then the we Chiefs? have to see Taylor Swift. It's the Taylor yeah. Swift Bowl. Well, let's and let's the be Chiefs. real. I mean. The Chiefs have been in the play the final. I knew we were going to talk about football, and <laughs> we did this last episode too. But um, it's the boy-offs. Niners. It is. It is. It's big time. 
Um, the Niners played the Chiefs. I think it was 2019, 2020 season. They played them in the Super Bowl. Last time the Niners were in the Super Bowl, they played yeah. the Chiefs. And then the time before that, they played the Ravens. So the Niners were bound for repeat either way if when they did win. But yeah, um, Saturday, I forgot. Um, so as some of you guys know, if you haven't listened to this podcast, I'm going to plug it again. I'm with Tony Chesro, um, EASHL, NHL 24 player. Most points in the game, or I think second most, whatever. I'm going to say first. But we, me and my friend Tyler, we play, right now it's club final. So what they do is they do like four rounds. You got to win four games and you get like the cup. It's like a Stanley Cup. It's like called like the Elite Cup or whatever. And on Saturday, we've tried this, mind you, we've played this game for consistently at least over a year from like 2023 back in January. We've tried this club finals thing. We always get steamrolled, just like loss after loss. But this year, this Saturday, we went on, a, I think, a five or six game win streak. And we started in the third round. Like it's kind of been the whole week thing we've been working on. But Saturday, we grinded, had a couple beers, got some confidence. And when you're talking about that penalty shot, it reminded me because I had, it was, I think it was the game five or whatever. We were up three, two in the series. It was in overtime and I get a penalty shot and I drilled it. And it was probably the best feeling I've ever had playing video games. Um, Fuck, just yeah. like that satisfaction of winning some stupid video game online tournament. Um, yeah, it was a cool moment. I was definitely a little <laughs> drunk, but. It was worth it, honestly. It was a lot of fun. That's fucking sweet, dude. I love yeah. love love to hear that shit, dude. Yeah. Congrats on that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. We went uh <laughs> the next day on Sunday, we went to we went on to GTA online, recreated our players, and then went to like one of the nightclubs. And I made a clip out of it on TikTok. So I have a NHL TikTok too. Um it was a lot of fun. But, That's yeah, fucking legend, dude. Weekend. I haven't played GTA Online in so long. That shit used to be goaded it's with the heists and shit, dude. So much, but it's a lot of fun. Honestly, they still have all that stuff. Yeah. But enough about our weekend. We got some hockey to get into. Again, another drama-filled week in the NHL. Um, I don't know if this is ever going to end. I don't know <laughs> what's going on this year. I genuinely think it's because we started a hockey podcast. Or like, we got to give these guys something juicy to talk about and get their yep. their views and clicks up all because of us <laughs> yeah all because of us um we'll start with some of the lower stuff first and then build up but Oilers right now they're on a 16 game win streak which is crazy because yeah. a that's a super long win streak but also beginning of the year they were not hot and they fired jay woodcroft and we kind of said we were like well you know maybe it'll turn out for them and i think it has um, yeah I mean, 100%. I think that this win streak is one historical. It's already tied the second winningest win streak. I don't even know what I just said. Second winningest win streak. <laughs> but second longest win streak yeah. ever in the NHL history. Um, they're closing in on the 1992-93 Penguins mm -hmm. stacked roster with with Lemieux and, and Yager. They had a 17-win game, uh, game win streak. Yeah. So we'll see if they break that. They need one more win. They're playing the Golden Knights. They're at the Golden Knights too um, on February 6th. So we're unfortunately not going to see them this week, which kind of sucks. Oh, I was kind of hoping after the we could break? at least see that. But yeah, so they're going to be post All-Star break, which might kind of fuck up their streak because it's like you're taking like a whole week and a half, basically a week and a half off because I don't yep. think they played this weekend. But I mean, you're not going to play until February 6th, which is into next week. So yeah, that can yeah. seriously, that puts the Oilers in a, a tough spot to at least break the record. But I mean, regardless of that, I think, you know, the Oilers going on the streak is massive for them, especially for this to happen around the halfway point going yeah. into the second half of the season. Um, it's really going to, yeah, definitely going to light a fire under their ass to mm -hmm. kick ass for the rest of the year and carry that yeah. momentum into the playoffs. So um, pretty interesting. And I want to say, I mean, when the Pens played in 1992-93, I think they at least went to the conference finals. They might have even went to the Stanley Cup. They didn't win that year, but they had a hell of a team. They just came off of two consecutive Stanley Cups um, in the 92-93 season. So, um, yeah, it's 
fucking looking good in Edmonton right yeah. now compared to the beginning of the season. We were trashing yeah. on them at the, like, yeah. the quarter. No, we were chirping them. But, I mean, I feel like it kind of, I don't know. I mean, I think they just kind of found their groove. I think they just had a rough start, which, I mean, a lot of teams have. I want to say, did the Knights have a bad start last season? I forget. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know off I don't the top remember. of my head. Yeah. yeah. But I don't it think just they had me, like, a, a, as bad of a start as the Oilers. No, but to no, be no, fair, no. the Oilers, yeah. the spotlight was sh- sh- like completely yeah. on the Oilers this season because yep. they were a favorite for the Pacific let alone the Western yeah. Conference, I think a lot of people had. So for them to yeah. start that bad, it was like, everyone was like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, yeah. Besides true. the Oilers, besides the players. Yeah. And the players really picked their shit up, especially, you know, their leadership group, like Dreisaitl and McDavid. And yeah. we're dodging the the shitty Canadian media up there with questions yeah. and stuff. And they were really able to face that adversity. And I mean, shit, they're, they're looking really good. They're looking like the hottest yeah. team in the NHL right now. But I mean, if they can carry this into the postseason... It's gonna look good, but hey, we've yeah. we've mentioned it all season. It's gonna come down to fucking goaltending. Like, yep, it's a it big, will. it's a big thing still. The goalies yep. have looked better though, to be fair. So, yeah, no, they have looked better. Um, I don't know. I think it's again. I've said this before, but I think it's good for the NHL if McDavid's doing good and his team is. Um, it always helps up, but I don't know. We'll see if it holds up in the playoffs. Go Flames. Um, well, actually, go Sharks. But I mean, I, as a Sharks fan, I just, again, I've just accepted defeat this season. I'm okay with it. On to the Dude, next. Give us at, three years, hibernation, working the silence, come out strong. At this point, the, yeah, just this is my side tangent of the Flames, like weekly. <laughs> I mean, holy shit, dude. They need to start selling assets. Lindholm, Hannafin, maybe even Jacob yeah. Markstrom. I don't know about Jacob Marsham because he's having such a good year. Yeah. But Chris Tanev, fucking get holes yeah. for them. Let's get a bunch of yeah. picks in this draft. Let's get some prospects. Ah, I just really need to see that happen because if fucking the management doesn't do shit at the trade deadline, I am going to be so I'm going to be so upset because all these players yeah. are going to walk in the offseason, like no doubt. Like the Flames yeah. are a contender right now. Um, they're not going to be next year. I mean, with Huberto and yeah. Kadri, like, fuck. Yeah, man. it's just very, <laughs> it seems now like it should be a good team that's like pieced together, but it almost just seems like it's so mid. Like, yeah, it's just very, I mean, that's just what they're playing mid hockey right now. It, but, epitome of mediocre, mediocrity, man. Like, yeah, fuck that, that word. Up. Yeah, <laughs> you fuck that word up again. Media, how do you, mediocre, mediocrity. I don't know. Yeah. We'll move on. Um, up next, so um they're mid though. <laughs> yeah, they are. Um kinda a little bit on the lower side in terms of buzz right now, just because it's very new. Uh Salt Lake. Uh actually you, you go ahead, you talk about this because you know more than I do about this. Yeah, one hundred percent. So I think in the backstory. Yeah, so last week, obviously expansion hasn't been like the biggest talk in the NHL since Seattle did come into the league yeah but you know after seattle yes after seattle did that there's still some expansion talks which i was like there's 32 teams that'd be crazy if they added a team in houston or relocated any teams i mean anything like that but the salt lake city uh the utah jazz owner actually formally submitted an expansion so expansion not relocation or anything which i don't know if the nhl would go that route they they could potentially or they could just give them the 33rd franchise which would be kind of wacky if there's 33 teams yeah um but yeah he formally submitted an expansion request to the nhl which i think is pretty shocking because i know last year last summer specifically with arizona when they kind of had that whole arena deal fallout um salt lake was like the number one team on there because i know houston was like i know that there's some interest there but they were like we're not hockey ready but salt lake city it was hockey ready their owner wanted them so the fact that they formally submitted a name or submitted a request is is it's it's pretty pretty crazy i think and yeah um i don't know if i mean i feel like some salt lake fans could get upset but in utah fans but like i just don't know if the city's 
a hockey city because they got the jazz and I know the jazz are yeah. really popular there. So that's like the big hurdle because they would be playing in the same season, same arena too. Yeah, that's true. They'd be, yeah. Um, I don't know. I just, so I just watched my brother play on Saturday against a team in Ogden and they came down here. They kicked his ass, but to be fair, his team is very young and they're playing 18s, but a lot of them are, should be they should be playing 16s um but they're playing 18 i think it's double a um but they were a good team so i feel obviously i think everywhere there's always a market somewhat for hockey or at least there's kids that play that are good um i think it's ahead of houston honestly um population i just looked up 1.2 million in salt lake city so i don't know it's it's not the biggest market but I mean, they have a team that played in Glendale, Arizona, and they could barely sell out their arena. Now I don't know how well the Jazz's uh, attendance record is, or like how much they sell their tickets out and stuff like that. Obviously, the Jazz is like Salt Lake's team. It's like the Knights. The Knights are always yeah. going to be Vegas's team, no matter if the A's are moving there or the Raiders. Like the Knights are Vegas's team. It's the first team they ever got professionally. That's their team. One hundred percent. Salt Lake is same case for the Jazz. It's their only team. I just don't know. They did if, move there, though. That's a, I mean that, that brings up a yeah, good point yeah, yeah. from from what you're saying. I mean, if Salt Lake were to get an NHL team, that would be Salt Lake's first homegrown team. Yeah, that that rather than relocation. So yeah. Um, I mean, going back on it, I mean, I, I don't know. I do think that Salt Lake has some pretty diehard fans, but right yeah. now they have an ECHL team. I've been to games there. They don't have the biggest following, but to be fair, I mean, that's two ECHL. weeks down from yeah. the NHL. So it's like, yeah. it's fair that there's not a huge following, but um, I mean, even Boise, which is a lot smaller than, than Salt Lake City has a way bigger crowd and yeah. just better fan base for, for their yeah. team. So, um, I mean, that's the one thing that just worries me. And then also the jazz thing, the jazz have a very good fan base and they sell yeah. out a lot. So do they? Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, just like kind of interfering with that in the same season might be a little bit difficult. But, you know, Utah yeah. is Salt Lake City in specific. It's very winter, like winter focused. Yeah, There's skiing. Skiing's huge there. They've had the Winter yeah. Olympics. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, they're going to be renovating their arena. If their owner's on board with it, then like I, I could see it working. Yeah, uh, there's got to be a reason he's on board in the first place. Um, yeah. Other than money. I feel like money is obviously the big one of the big ones, but yeah, I don't know. What's your, um, what is the, oh God, I messed it up. Um, what is your top pick for their team name? If they do end up getting this expansion. So I think they're going to keep the Grizzlies. Okay. I think my, my backup for that is because they have the Utah jazz with two Z's at the end. Okay. And I could see them doing the Utah Grizz with two Z's at the end, or Salt Lake City Grizz. So that's yeah. my that's my guess on it. Yeah, it would be interesting if they didn't pick that. Yeah, um, but yeah, what's your take on that? I think I don't know how many teams come from. Like, I feel like a lot of team names are gonna try to be original. I don't think because the Utah Grizzlies would still be around, no, if they got that team. I feel like they'd still. I don't think I think they would probably relocate is my guess because yeah. I mean you have an NHL team in or or they take Salt them Lake. After they just transition it into their their AHL team that is true I just feel like it's so such a good opportunity a for their name yeah no, it is. yeah I mean it's a good, it would be it'd be interesting to see what they do with the ECHL team if yeah. that comes to fruition I I'm not I'm not totally sure on what exactly they do. Yeah. Um. I mean, they might move it around Salt Lake City. Say if they moved it to Ogden, or this is this is a crazy theory. But what if they they moved it to Pocatello? Because Pocatello, right now in Idaho Falls, has a they have yeah they have the Spud Kings and they have like yeah. that's like a five thousand C arena, which same as the Steelheads. Yeah. Um. In capacity, and that's totally somewhere they could yeah. do it. Yeah. Not saying that's like that's I feel like I'm like I feel like I'm yeah. probably the first person to ever say that about yeah, Pocatello yeah, an and an ECHL team. No, as an ECHL team. Oh, I don't know ECHL, if they could do okay. It. 
Honestly, yeah, they couldn't do it. NHL yeah. team there. It would be cool. That'd be cool if they transitioned to ECHL. And I mean, I think for their AHL team, please let it be Boise. That would be so awesome. Like that would I know be the arena sick, dude. Isn't up to standard what AHL wants, but look into it. Come on, just please. That would for be us. so sick, yeah, dude. It would be awesome. But um, so my pick for the name. With their theme of kind of, they're in a high desert climate, you know, they've got some wildlife, obviously in the, um, in the wintertime, very winterized there. Skiing's big. All the winter sports are big. But what I saw online was a big one was the Rattlers, which I think would be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, I don't know, the Grizzly, not that I don't disagree. I think it'd be cool if they had that, like, kept the name kind of thing and they got some history with it but yeah i think the rattlers would be cool just like a snake themed they don't really have that um the only other desert hockey we've got is the coyotes which is a cool name awesome name i think some sort of snake would be pretty cool Um, yeah i think that would be sweet and there's already a there's already an nba team named the grizzlies so that too um and we got the college college teams named yeah the grizz and stuff so yeah, um, yeah, they might they might go with the Rattlers. I can't name a fucking team named the Rattlers off the top of yeah. my head in any sport. So I was only thinking um, Diamondbacks just because it's like a snake theme in Arizona. But yeah, they wouldn't call yeah. them the Diamondbacks. They'd call them whatever. But yeah, I think the Rattlers would be kind of cool. Um, yeah, that's my name. So we'll see if that comes and, to true. Yeah, one hundred percent. One last thing I do see yeah. with this too is like the city of Salt Lake City is supposedly really trying hard for an Olympic bid. So. Them Ooh. revamping their, yeah. you know, hockey market as well as kind of making that new arena and make that usable for the Olympics. I could see that happening too and that pushing the NHL to put a team there because that's happened in the past with with teams. Um, it happened with like Calgary. Calgary built their fucking saddle loan for, for the Olympics in 1988. Ooh, so I know that. um there's there's definitely some and i'm sure there's a there's other arenas that that's happened yeah. at, but um yeah it's gonna be interesting to see what what the nhl does with salt lake i don't think they're gonna get into any actual talks until the summer i think they announced that the nhl did so i don't think it's gonna be next year but who knows yeah, maybe yeah. the year after a couple years time. three years so. yeah the kraken took a bit of time it i mean i'd say like two or three year turnaround from getting the yes to actually playing their first game. Um, maybe a little bit quicker because they have the stadium or, or the arena already. But one last question about this. Um, obviously, no, you're a diehard Calgary, Calgary Flames fan, but would that Utah team be your close second favorite team? Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm just like, going to say get yeah on- for right now. Would we jump I on would, that and be like, because it's close by, it's only five hours. It is, it is. Calgary's further. I mean, yeah, Calgary's a lot further. It's the closest team here, 100%. And yeah. also, I mean, I think, yeah, I think, I think I'd be a fan of them. Fuck it, for yeah. sure. Um, I mean, not only that, I just think that, like, in terms of rivalry, I think that they have, like, Salt Lake City has a rivalry with so many different like even geographically, but also like expansion teams. Yeah, I feel like yeah. there's so much room for rivalries to happen with either Colorado, yeah. Seattle. Oh yeah. You know, Arizona even. I feel like they would um, play in the central. Do you think that? Yeah, I think they play in the central too. They'd probably yeah. So they'd probably be Colorado would probably be their biggest rival. Maybe Vancouver. Eh, I don't know. We'll see. If it happens, Dude, it happens. another but, question. Yeah. I briefly brought this up. Is it going to be the Salt Lake City Coyotes? That could always be a thing, too. There could always be a relocation. Relocation. Yeah. But we'll we'll, we'll see about that. It's going to be interesting how this all plays out. Because if they relocate, I could see them taking Coyotes' name with them. Just like they took the Jazz. And there's fucking Coyotes all over the place in Utah. So That's true. Yeah, that'd be a good name. We'll see if that happens. Uh, I know my friend Tyler is a big Arizona Coyotes fan. So I don't know that he would love that for the relocation. But... I don't know. We'll see. But uh, next topic, we're going to talk about this. It's happened, I want to say last week, 
we got the news broke or I think it was right after we filmed. It always happens. Every yeah. time we film something the next day, there's some big news that breaks and we're always a week late. But <laughs> the 2000 and was it 16 or 18? 2018, the you know, Team Canada from the World yeah. Juniors were involved in a, a court case right now. I don't think there's been any specific details about it. Um, I know it's around sexual assault, which is really puts Hockey Canada and all the players that were involved in a tough situation. Yep. I know the London police are handling this whole case and they asked six NHL players or six professional hockey players to turn themselves in. So mm -hmm. far, only Alex Formanton has, but a bunch of players have taken leave from the NHL or AHL or other yep. pro leagues for personal reasons. Um, and, you know, I'm sure everyone knows this is not swept under the rug like it was for, yeah. for years, but Carter Hart yeah. was one of them, which that's probably the biggest name on there. He's having a hell of yeah. a season too. It's on my fantasy yeah. team. It's just, it's tough that, tough that that yeah. happened on my <laughs> fantasy team. Uh, we yeah. got Michael McLeod, who's not the biggest of name. Cal Foot, pretty good prospect. Dylan Dubé, pretty, pretty solidified NHL player there. And then Alex Formington, which he has played in Switzerland, I think this year because i don't know if he kind of got tipped off a couple of years ago but the yeah. senators didn't end up signing him i mean he had 32 points in his rookie season that's that's no little amount of points i mean that's a yeah that's a pretty good rookie season so yeah um obviously there's some certain things going on within hockey canada within the ottawa senators organization um I mean, a lot of this stuff has been behind the scenes and swept under the yeah. rug. I remember hearing about this years, years ago. Really? And yeah, yeah, 100%. Because I, I remember a lot of people were like, Kale McCarr was part of that team. Kale McCarr publicly came out and said, he's not part of it. A lot of the players on that team yeah. did come out and say that. But now it has slimmed down to these five or six players. And shit's about to get serious for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. One for Hockey Canada. I think it makes Hockey Canada look really really bad because they covered it up for so yep. long yeah um and in quite kind of a sus way too mm -hmm. um well then they they but, paid her off is that correct i don't they, think they had like yeah to like sweep it under the rug they had done something just shady and like i don't know i don't like we don't want to talk about this just because we're not we don't know all the details yet so we don't want to spout something off and accuse anyone of anything until it's all been proven and yeah that's just on our part um it's unfortunate for everyone that is involved uh the alleged victims and just every player and every team yeah. that has that too i mean the teams are especially what the flyers with carter hart is that right carter hart flyers yeah yeah, yeah. that's that's um, that's a really tough blow to the flyers yeah. especially this season but i mean i think the they, biggest thing is just like this hap this hurts hockey Canada a lot. One, yeah, I think, but this it hurts hockey. hockey. Yeah, it hurts it hurts the whole sport of hockey. Like the fact that yeah. players are. I mean, to be fair though, I mean, like you just said, I mean, this shit could totally be another Patrick yeah. Kane situation. Not saying that it yep. is, but yeah. I mean, we don't know enough details. We don't know exactly the history of it. So, like, I I prefer just to like keep my mouth shut about this all, but. Yep. I still do think it's a big, big hit for hockey because I do yeah. think it's bringing a negative uh, yeah, yeah. connotation. I don't know if yeah. that's the right word, but negative view players, towards, yeah. towards hockey and hockey yeah. players and what they're like. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's a good representation of hockey players in general if that did happen. But yeah, holy shit. I mean, it's just, it's, that's some big drama for, for this year and going forward. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with all of that. Mm -hmm. Um, because, I mean, it's going to affect hockey. It's going to affect NHL teams. It's going to affect these players too. So yeah, um, very very interesting about all of that. So yeah, yeah, that's all we're going to talk about. That's all we're going to say on it because we don't know and we don't want to say something that I don't know isn't true. That's not what we're about. Um, I don't want to spread rumors or drama or I heard this, I heard that. Because um, obviously, all of us have heard something or. I've seen and read stuff, but we just don't know if it's true or not. So it's not going to really touch on it if we don't know if it's 100% true or not. So 100%. But yeah, overall, I think it's a big blow to the game, to everyone involved and Hockey Canada and everything like that.
Another kind of sad part of the game happened pretty recently. Patrick Laine of the Columbus Blue Jackets, who we actually talked about early on in the season, kind of about like how he's just not performing as he should. Um, he recently went into the, I forget exactly what it's called, but it's basically Play, like the rehab. Player Assistance it? Program. Player it's a Player Assistance Program for the NHL. Yep. Same thing Corey Perry went into uh, after his whole thing. And I don't know. I We don't really know the details of what exactly he's going there for, which we don't need to. I mean, it's his business. Uh, I'm glad that the NHL has that. I'm sure every league has some sort of that, but I mm-hmm. feel like the NHL has just gotten a lot of attention from this recently, um, especially with like Corey Perry and now Patrick Laine. Um, but yeah, I mean, his, um, called his just overall performance this year has not been to his standard and now we're kind of seeing why and exactly what happened to yeah that was 100 percent. i mean and the past two seasons besides this season the past two seasons he's been a point per per game player i mean he's Mm -hmm. still a good player i don't think in any way he's a bust i think he's gonna be able to come back for this from this um i mean he's a second overall draft pick he was fucking excellent for the jets i remember his first couple seasons i mean one of those seasons he scored 44 goals i mean this guy yeah has a fucking stud when he's on it yeah but yeah right now he's not really on it yeah and that that really sucks for him it sucks for the blue jackets i mean the blue jackets are in fucking despair man like, yeah. i mean this yeah. happening is a big blow i'm curious like is he gonna request a trade out is this you know i wonder if this is issues because it's not you know, not necessarily because of him, but it's issues stemming from the team. Yeah. Um, because I mean, shit, dude, the Corey Perry situation, that wasn't specifically because of Corey Perry. I mean, that was because of, you know, kind of a reason was involved with the team and that's why he yeah, kind of yeah. had to enter that. So I'm interested if he does request a trade out. Um, cause he did, you know, he got traded from the jets pretty recently. He's only 25 years old too. So he's yeah, young. He's young. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know that. Depends on what the situation is. If it's a personal issue, I don't see him requesting a trade out. If it's within management and I don't know something higher up that's causing him to go into this player assistance program, then yeah, I could see him definitely trying to move out. But again, we don't know the details. We don't know what's happening. We don't know why. Um, so. It is hard to see just like people struggle like that within the game of hockey, but luckily he's got the NHL player assistance program, which seems like it's worked out for Corey Perry, at least for the time being um, him with the Oilers. So we'll see what happens with him. Yeah. Best of luck I hope to him. Li- yeah. yeah. I hope one is going to make it out. Okay. I think it'd be sweet to see him make a big comeback and cause he's a good goal scorer. He's a natural goal scorer. Um, yeah. So, I mean, when he's on, it's, it's, he's a fun player to watch. So I hope he gets back he to his form. Yeah. No, I agree. All right. Well, enough with the sad stuff. We're going to get back into the fun <laughs> stuff of hockey, which is this weekend. We got the all-star game coming up. Um, <clears throat> a lot of nights or lots, a lot of festivities in the night. Do you know when, so I know the skills comp is on Friday. Do you know when they do the draft? I think it's on Thursday night. They Thursday night. Say. Okay. So, That'll be fun. Yeah. I think we do do have that coming up soon so i'm i'm fucking stoked for that yeah so a lot of festivities this weekend also weekends always fun for the players the fans and even the players not playing they go out to vacation and get a week off which is nice um also crazy that it's already all-star weekend like i feel like this season i feel like i blinked and now it's at the all-star game yeah i but, blinked and the <laughs> fucking oilers are on a 16 game yeah, win streak that too Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I feel like it was just yesterday we were talking about how bad they are. Um, I know, dude. Yeah. But <clears throat> we're going to do something here with us uh, for the draft. I love that they're bringing this back and doing this style of picking playoff teams rather than the Pacific Central, uh, Metro and Atlantic. Uh, I think it's kind of cool to represent like your conference and stuff like that. But at the same time, I don't know. I feel like it's just a little imbalanced. I feel like the NBA figured that out really quick. 
couple years ago when they were like shit like all of our the east is just stacked and the west sucks yeah um so not to say that the west sucks in hockey but i think they just it's it's a little bit it's different i think they need to change it up every couple of years make it interesting bring it back take it away bring it back i think the nhl all-star draft just shows personality of the players a little bit more too. when they have had this in the past there's been some pretty funny moments and yeah just in yeah. today's social media age and stuff like there's gonna be oh, some yeah. funny moments again and it's gonna get a lot of publicity for the nhl yeah. and fucking a i mean i know you were getting jonesed about it last week i mean we we're gonna have tate mccray up there and oh yeah um you know oh, all, all yeah. sorts of celebrities yeah. up there so i mean that's yeah. gonna help out with publicity too yeah so. yeah i think the celebrity captains are awesome it just it brings yeah. another it's all the fans if you're a justin bieber fan you're gonna go watch it um i mean it's also very canada focused which i mean it's in toronto so why would it not be yeah. um all the actors and actresses and singers or whatever um are all canada based um so i think it's cool uh but what we're gonna do is kind of try to predict the first five players to be picked um yeah i don't know if you did this but i kind of have explanation on like why i'm trying to do like one through five like who's first who's second who's last like that kind of thing um i'll go first so my first i don't know how they're going to do this they'll probably flip a coin or draw a stick or something but with the captains that we have i try to think who they would pick obviously i think teammates are going to be very obvious first choice um so from Toronto, I think Austin Matthews is going to get the first pick, him and Beebs. And I think those three, those two are going to pick their, the, what's it called? Get their third stooge, I guess. I don't know. They're going to pick Mitch Marner, I think, first. Okay. Obviously, Toronto boy, homegrown, or not homegrown, but he's a Toronto Maple Leaf. Uh, also, Marner, Matthews, and Bieber always hang out together. So that's going to be their first pick. Um, next one, I think Nate Mack and Tate McRae. I'm going to go with Kale McCarr, his teammate. Um, again, easy second pick. Third pick, Connor McDavid. Again, easy one. He's going to pick Dreisaitl. No one else. I don't think he can really call a best friend. Um, other than Dreisaitl. And then for Hughes, the Hughes brothers, this one's tough. I was trying to do some digging and see if they've played with anyone. Um, see if they've got a member of their clique that they have on there, but I really couldn't find anyone. So I'm going to go with Kucherov as the fourth pick just because of how well he's doing this season. Um, and for the fifth pick, I don't know if they're going to do a snake draft or not, but assuming that they go back to the first round or first overall with the Maple Leafs, they're going to pick William Nylander. So it's a very basic explanation of why it's just teammate, but trying to see just based on like who the names are who the people are who they're going to give one through five yeah no i think those are some solid predictions it's going to be interesting to see how yeah it shakes out and who gets the order of it so yeah. i'm going to kind of go at least differently you know yeah. than you just because those are good picks i mean those are very solid picks i feel like those are you could reuse them too yeah um yeah and, and it's going to be interesting to see what route they go but i do think that st matthews picks first mm -hmm. i do think that they're going to go with kale mccarr just because kale mccarr is probably one of the best players defensively and offensively yeah. so it's like why would that's you true. not pick him yeah yeah that's fair um i think it would be pretty interesting to see them snag that from mckinnon's team too yeah yeah um i do think dry style is going to get picked up by mcdavid's team i think that's yep. definitely going to happen but I could also see McDavid, um, if Drysdale's gone, I could see him picking Kucherov. But I do think that um, McKinnon's going to have to be stuck with Kucherov. Um, that would probably be at one. And then I'm thinking the Hughes brothers pick Brock Besser. Yeah, I could see that. That was one of my other picks. Just because he plays with Quinn Hughes. Yeah. Yeah, um, and then I think that Marner is not going to get picked till the second round, but he's going to get picked by Matthews too. Okay. So yeah. that's that's how I think it shakes out. I just don't see Marner being necessarily a first round pick. I think the first yeah. round is going to be a little bit strategic and a little bit of that is fair. screwing yeah. people over. Um, yeah. 
That's but actually, I, mean, like, I didn't really think about that. If Matthews is picking first and he picks Marner, that's kind of crazy. But I feel like he kind of has to. I think but, he kind of has to too. But yeah. also, no, no. I don't know. It, yeah. Maybe it's fun for them to play against each other. Yeah, that too. Yeah, I think for Toronto, I think it could be interesting. Um, but if they can get, I mean, how many Maple Leafs are in that All-Star game? I think uh, there's like four. I wanna, yeah, three or four. I want to say Morgan yeah. Riley, Nylander, Marner, and yep. Matthews. There's four. Okay, yeah, right so they there. got four, which is a line plus one for, do they have, is there, no, he's not playing. Um, yeah, I mean, that's like a line and an extra skater for the three-on-three yeah. team. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know. I'm kind of rethinking that Marner pick now. I mean, I think that it could happen. I feel like Marner yeah. or Nylander could definitely get swooped up first round, but yeah. I feel like the smart analytical pick, yeah. you got to yeah. go with Kale McCarr first. You do. Like, I, I yeah. was looking at, like, obviously, you know, McDavid and McKinnon, the Hughes brothers, um, and Matthews are all top four, five players mm-hmm. in the fucking league yeah. right now. Yeah. But outside of that, like, Kale McCarr is probably the best out of yeah what's available i mean it's i hate available. to say it, like yeah. i think he's better than dry settle and kudrov i think those players both have him beat in some aspects but as an overall hockey player in a three-on-three environment i think kale mccarr might be the best player in this game yeah yeah i mean he's I fucking electric so he is um who do you, who do you, who think... Do you think sorry well, go ahead <laughs> who do you think is going to be who do you think is going to be picked last in the all-star game though this one's hard, but I think just with his track record in the NHL of kind of being a goon and kind of a hard-nosed player, yeah, Tom Wilson. I think yeah, Tom I Wilson, because it's kind of a surprise yeah. he made the, made the All-Star game. Um, so I think some of the players are going to have a little bit of fun clowning on Wait. him because he's been clowning on players the whole, you know, did their Obi? whole careers. Obi didn't make it? No, Obi did not make it. Whoa, that's crazy. I would have thought yeah. he... Ugh, that's so there were some like, pretty bad. There was some pretty bad snubs from from this All Star. Yeah, game, but just the format they did, like one player from each team. It kind of, I mean, that's what you're gonna get. You're gonna get a lot of players yeah. that should have made it that didn't. Um, yeah. But yeah, who who do you got for, got for last pick? Tom Wilson's a good one. I'm scrolling through this here. Oh my god, we've got about Sydney. Sid's in this. Um, <clears throat> I could honestly see Jack and Quinn picking up Brady at some point. Like, I feel like there's gonna be. This like clicky thing where you have, oh my god, I scrolled past the Eastern Conference. I mean, Pasta too. Like, I feel like he's got to go first round. I mean, McK- dude, McKinnon and Crosby are homies though. Like, that could Ooh. be a pretty that could be a pretty I solid pick that. for McKinnon. And but, who, how like, who wouldn't want to have Sidney Crosby on their team? I I don't know though. K- Ko McCarr though, that makes sense though for McKinnon's pick. Not gonna it lie, does. because like, because dude, Ko McCarr is from Calgary. Guess who else yeah. is from Calgary? Tate McRae, who is with Ooh. Nathan McKinnon. So yeah. I think that's, it's gotta happen. It's, it's gotta, gotta happen. fucking happen, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I wanna see that. But I don't know. Yeah, My predictions are different. So yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I think the last pick's always tough. Maybe Hurdle. I mean, I, I love the guy, but I just don't think he's an all star. I mean, I think there's a lot of guys on there that I would just kind of look and be like, eh, I don't know why they're playing in the all star game. It's kind of a big, that's a big achievement for a player to be named an all-star. Um, but yeah, uh, I think those are good picks so far. Um, with the time we have right now, I'm going to try to move on to the next one, though. The skills competition. So Saturday is the all-star game. Friday night will be the skills comp. This stuff's always fun. Last year, I thought it was a little, I don't know, a little boring. thought it could be better. Yeah. McDavid like, cleaned house, of course, with all of his championships last year um the way they're doing it though this year is kind of cool they're going to compete in four of six events um they'll be the fastest skater hardest shot uh stick handling competition one timers the passing challenge then the accuracy challenge which i think is always the funnest or not the funnest but i think that the accuracy one is always it's just interesting to see how good these fucking players are that they can drill all four corners in the matter of like five seconds like that's just crazy to me yeah um i think all of them are really cool 
Uh, I think Cheetos being yeah, Cheetos being the sponsor for the the accuracy shooting is going to be interesting. <laughs> I guarantee you, you get that that uh that che- Cheeto mascot out there for some some be better. activities. Chester Cheeto, yeah, yeah, That'd be funny. Um, but <clears throat> who is your pick to win the skills comp this year? I'm gonna say Jack Hughes is my pick. Okay. I think he's just. I think he's gonna sweep house in accuracy shooting, passing challenge, stick handling. I think he's one of the best players in the league for that. Yeah. Um, and I think he's gonna rack up his points there. So within those, you know, within those events, at least the top eight advance to the seventh event, which is a shootout, and the top Ooh. six advance to the final event, which is an obstacle course, which includes all the skills. Yeah. And worth double the points. So it's going to be interesting to see who okay. goes on to that. And that's going to help any of those players out a lot. Yeah. I do think Jack Hughes does has it, have it. I think out of yeah. all of those players, he's going to want it the most. And I just feel like the NHL, it would be good for the NHL. I think yeah. he hasn't really won too much himself. So I feel mm-hmm. like this is something that he's going to really want. I think McDavid's already had his glory in the, the All-Star. Yeah. Uh, but I'd say, you know, a second slot in pick, I'd say like, one of the Toronto boys, Nylander and Matthews, mm. is probably going to win it just because they got the home crowd. Yeah, yeah, they got the home crowd behind their back. Matthews is a good pick. I'm kind of rethinking the pick I wrote down. I wrote down Pasta, but I mean he's such a good like character in the NHL. He's so he always looks like he's having the time of his life. He's just happy to be playing hockey, um, which I think everyone can take away to some extent. And just I don't know, living life happy. Um, he'd be a good pick to win. I just really have a hard time betting against Connor McDavid because all those skills comps that you're saying are right up his alley too. I mean, yeah. passing that shot accuracy, he killed it last year. Fastest skater uh, is Nathan McKinnon. Yeah, he is. McKinnon could beat him for that. I think McKinnon's a lot, fa- not a lot faster, but he's a quick guy too, and he's healthy this year. Um, so. I don't know. I'm going to go with McKinnon or McDavid as my pick for the uh, skills comp. My final choice. I'm not going to be picking two. I'm going to go with Nathan McKinnon. I think this is his year to kind of come out of his shadow of his injury. And I think he's going to kill it at the All-Star Game competition this year. That's a a good guess. I just think Jack Hughes, because he's he's polarizing in the league. I I love Jack Hughes, yeah. I think it would... I'd be happy if he won. Um, honestly, any of these guys really. Uh, let's see. On this, so I forgot to mention who's playing, but Matthews, Nylander, uh, Jack Hughes, McKinnon, McCarr, McDavid, Dreisaitl, and Nikita Kucherov. Oh, and, and also David Ostinak as well. And JT Miller, Quinn Hughes, Elias Patterson too. Oh, I totally skipped past them. Yep, them too. <laughs> um, Honestly, Kale McCarr is another dark horse too to win that skills comp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One hundred percent. He's a fast skater. He's got probably a hard shot. I mean, out of all those guys, hardest shot. Ooh, we'll see. I don't know. I'm gonna stick with McKinnon though. I'm, I'm excited. I'm really excited for this. I am too. Though. It's gonna be. It's gonna be good. I think it's gonna be better than the, the previous year's um, All Star game because yeah. just because they one have a million dollar prize, but then also just kind of the lead up of events and there's see, points. Yeah. So I think that's good. It's a whole spectacle, and that's how it should be. Um, I mean, that's the All Star game. It's a whole weekend of festivities, stuff like that. I'm glad they're doing this. I think, I think the NHL did it right this year. Um, maybe I'm speaking too early. We'll see when the actual game is and like what it turns out to be. But I do like that they're doing that prize for the winner because I feel like that's been such a common theme. I mean, the Pro Bowls, like for NFL, is such a throwaway. Like that's next weekend, and no, like. People might watch that, but I'm I know. Sorry, black Pro, black football game is so stupid. Yeah, it's just like it is. I don't know. It's dumb. NBA All Star game is cool. I think. I don't know. It's all right. MLB does it Ish. good. Yeah, yeah. It's just like no one really tries, and it's the All Star game. They're supposed to be having fun, but I want some competition. You know, I want some. They don't have to be going balls to the wall and like laying each other out, but. He's having some playing some defense, you know, get your goalie, yeah, like bail him out a bit. Um, 
But yeah, we will see this weekend. Tune in, everybody, to that All-Star game. Come back with us next week. We'll break it down. Um, do you have any closing thoughts about just this week of hockey? No, not really. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of... Actually, you know, this week might be a little slow because there's only three games this week. So That's true, but um, it's gonna be a, It is going to be a pretty slow week. My prediction is going to be a slow week besides the All-Star game. That'd be crazy if it's not. Yeah. Um, but nothing out of the ordinary for this season. But yeah, you know, I hope the Calgary Flames going back up with Calgary Flames. I hope they they start trading some players away because yeah. if not, we're, we're not going to be set up for success. March? Yeah, I think it's. I want to say yeah. it's very beginning of March. So yeah, that's kind of my closing thoughts. Shout out everyone listening that yeah. we're gaining some some more followers with this. And uh, yeah, we got lots on the horizon in terms of interviews and all sorts of shit coming up. So. Yep. Stay tuned. Yeah. Stay tuned, everybody. Um, thank you guys for listening. As always, if you're at this point, we want to give you a big thank you because it means a lot to us if you're listening. Um, leaving comments too. I know someone, I'm going to shout them out actually because they're pretty cool. Um, we've got Niles Mauser. I don't know if I said that right, but commenting on our YouTube video last week. Awesome. He said, I grew up watching Patrick Waugh. I'm a Detroit Red Wings fan. Love hockey talk, but I must admit, I watch it most when the playoffs start. Football is my first love. Played 30 years, coached 30 years. And I was like, that's awesome, man. Thank you um, for commenting. And then he said, if you ever need a guest for football analysis, old coach will hook you up. Keep up the good work. So thank you, Niles. Appreciate the subscribe as well. So any of you guys listening, leave us a comment. Let us know. It makes us feel good. Gives our ego a little boost. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but this lets us know that we're doing good and we're entertaining you guys because that is our goal um, and talk some hockey along the way. So NHL season is just every week is just going to get hotter and hotter. Um, I think once football season kind of comes to a close, I mean, the NBA usually always gets all the attention, but I don't know this year with the amount of drama we got, we'll see. This will be a fun playoffs this year uh, as it starts to kind of line up. We'll see where. Oilers are at at that point. I mean, who knows? They could be on top of the league next week. Oh, I guess no, because they don't play this week. But at the end of the month, who knows? They could break yeah, guys, uh, records next week, though. They could. So. They could. We'll be on the lookout for that. Maybe we'll talk about that next week. But enjoy the All Star game. Enjoy your week. And we will see you guys next time.